What's good, people? Welcome to this Wednesday edition of Rake 10, Awake and Rake podcast production. Let's get into our headlines. The 2022 MLB trade deadline is set to take place next Tuesday, August 2nd at 6 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, we are less than a week away, people. Buckle up. But here's the thing. The trade market water is still murky as hell. The Marlins and Tigers are reportedly opening the phone lines and listening to offers for their players. The Tigers selling? Yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. The Marlins, however, could have stuck it out a bit longer. Just four and a half games back of a wild card spot. Similarly, we still don't really know what the Baltimore Orioles are going to do. They are now one game over 500 and three games back of a wild card spot. But they have potential trade chips and guys like Trey Mancini, Paolo Lopez, Ruggie Odor. And what about the Red Sox? They are now in last place in the American League East. Yeah, who would have guessed that as we approach August, but are only three and a half games back in the wild card. And they have a lot of talent on that team. And the White Sox, too, another talented team. They're finally over 500 for the first time in nearly three months. Are they selling? Or are they willing to make another attempt to rejuvenate their once upon a time World Series aspiring season? There's still so much unknown. Much of that due to this extra wildcard spot opening up for the expanded playoff is truly uncharted territory at this point. John Heyman said that the Marlins are listening to offers on everybody but Sandy Alcantara. So the front runner for National League Cy Young doesn't appear to be going anywhere as of now. That said, Pablo Lopez, 7-5, ERA this season, and Garrett Cooper, who was an all-star this year. They both could potentially be on the move if the deal is right. Ken Rosenthal reported the Tigers are willing to trade Tarek Skubal. Skubal is 7-8 with a 3.88 ERA this year. So if the Tigers are willing to trade just about everybody, that means players like Andrew Chafin, Jonathan Scope, Robbie Grossman, and Michael Fulmer, just to name a few, could likely find themselves wearing new threads by next week. More hot stove updates. The Yankees and White Sox are showing interest in Pirates left-handed starter Jose Quintana, according to Robert Murray. Quintana has made 19 starts this season, putting together a 3.70 ERA and a 2.93 strikeout-to-walk ratio. Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ, longtime Chicago Cubs, both members of the organization when Chicago hoisted the trophy in 2016, albeit Happ in the minors, Contreras was the starting catcher, embraced in an emotional scene at Wrigley Field on Tuesday afternoon. Both Contreras and Happ are expected to be dealt before the deadline, with Contreras set to hit for agency at the year's end and Happ after the 2023 season. Tuesday was the Cubs' final game at Wrigley Field before the deadline as they head west for a seven-game road trip, which made sense that Ian Happ, Wilson Contreras, embrace in the dugout. Jeff Passan of ESPN reported that the Astros have interest in the Cubs backstop Contreras. Astros catchers have amassed a 166 batting average this season. That's the lowest of any team in baseball. The injury bug continues to spread among the Rays clubhouse, this time taking down two starters. Catcher Mike Zunino and platinum center fielder Kevin Kiermeyer were both ruled out for the rest of the season. Kiermeyer, a torn hip labrum, and Zunino, who will undergo thoracic outlet syndrome, have both played key roles in the Rays' playoff runs each of the last two seasons. Giant Southpaw Carlos Rodon had an interesting night, to say the least, in Arizona. 
Rodon struck out 10 innings across six innings of work, but he gave up a couple long balls, including a three-run shot from Christian Walker, and he left after being charged with five earned runs. He also had this crazy play where it was a comebacker up to the mound. It went off of his foot and kicked right into his glove. Again, I say, interesting night for Carlos Rodon. But it continues. When leaving the field in the sixth inning, Rodon kicked a bat out of frustration in the dugout, and the bat flew straight into shortstop Tyro Estrada. Estrada immediately went down to the ground, but said after the game that he was fine and didn't want to discuss the situation. Poor Estrada was actually due up that inning, too. So he got up after getting hit with a bat in the dugout, got in the box, and was immediately hit by a pitch. Uh, just one of those days, I guess, for Estrada. San Francisco now falls to one game under 500, the first time with a losing record since the final day of the 2020 season. They're another team that you think, well, are they going to buy? I already made the case on a prior episode that Juan Soto isn't just a one-year rental here. It's a two-and-a-half-year deal until he hits free agency after the 2025 season. So are they still in the Juan Soto sweepstakes? Are, going, are they going to buy? Are they going to sell? Or is Jock Peterson going to wind up on another team? Remains to be seen. I'll leave you here with a few quirky stats here. Feel free to take these to your work buddies and show off your baseball knowledge. Padres designated hitter Luke Voigt hit a baseball that traveled 427 feet last night in Detroit. Problem was, it didn't leave the yard. Yet yeah, the ball hit the very top of the center field wall above the 420-foot marker on the wall in Comerica Park. StatCast had the ball at 427 feet. A 427-foot double, it's a tough scene. Any ball that travels 420 feet deserves to be homer, but that's just my opinion. Let's clean it up, Detroit. Shohei Otani and Aaron Judge both went yard last night in their respective games. Shohei smacked his 21st, Judge his 38th. Now, Judge is still the odds favorite to win American League MVP, according to Vegas odds. There's still debate, however, over who should be that American League MVP. Do we give it to a losing team, very good player in Shohei Otani? Do we give it to winning team, very good player Aaron Judge? Well, maybe this nugget could help sway some opinions. Otani has pitched or hit a home run in 33 games this season. Judge has pitched or hit a home run in 30 games this season. I know what you're all thinking. Well, that's cherry picking, Danny. Judge doesn't pitch. Right, I, I, I get that. But pick any two meaningful statistical categories you want, and when you add them up, Shohei has done it in more games than Judge. You want to add up, let's say, extra base hits, and RBIs, they're going to be very comparable. But when you compare pitching and hitting, Judge has no hit, pitching categories to add to his total. So Shohei's going to have the leg up there. But when you compare hitting categories, they're very comparable. Now, with that said, I've been on record saying Judge and Otani are my co-MVPs so far this year. So ease up on the Yankee hater accusations. And finally, I will give somebody five bucks if they can answer this correctly. I lie. I don't have five bucks. But regardless, who leads all American League catchers and home runs this season? I'll give you a second. If anybody guessed Cal Raley of the Seattle Mariners, good for you. In fact, no catcher in baseball has more dingers than Raley this season. He's tied with Wilson Contreras for the MLB lead among catchers with 14 homers. He hit another last night in Seattle's win over Texas. Good news here, folks. 
Brooks and I are recording a full one-hour trade deadline episode tonight, Wednesday night. So it will be out Thursday morning, a full one-hour episode, just as we had promised. We'll talk about buyers, sellers, which players could be on the move under the radar players that maybe you aren't even thinking about yet that could be on the move by August 2nd. It's heating up, folks. We'll be with you along the way here at the Wake and Rake podcast. Talk to you soon.